my name is Katie and welcome back to the Solita podcast, Notes on Tears and Chaos. For this episode, we're going to do things a little bit differently, which I'm already uncomfortable with because let's just say a lot's been going on in my life and I just want to shift gears a little bit because in the description of the podcast, it says that we are here to confront our emotions, our behaviors, and the world around us. And I wanted to transition from constantly talking about me, me, me. That's usually what the premise is. Me and my emotions, my feelings, what's going on. And I wanted to start talking about the world around us. So for the last episode, I mentioned challenging myself and the thing with talking about my emotions and my feelings is that while it was a healthy way for me to process what it was that I was feeling in the moment and it was a way for me to vent and talk about it instead of keeping all of that bad stuff in, I am coming to this little bit of a realization. It's not like something so crazy and oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been doing this this entire time, blah, 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 blah. It's more like I've gotten very comfortable with talking about myself because if I talk about me or my feelings, there's no way that I could be wrong. And I'm noticing that in my life, I'm very afraid of being wrong, which is something that I will talk about further into a different episode. I really need to put myself into a more challenging position and that might be with me ending up saying the wrong thing saying things that don't sound educated at all i don't do an extensive amount of research and maybe i should as i mentioned in earlier episodes i am in this post-grad state now i've graduated college and i'm no longer a student and now i'm transitioning into the world of adulting as in i'm starting my career And I'm starting to have that idea that, oh my God, I'm going to be working for the rest of my life. And that's terrifying. But something very important that I have heard people emphasize after graduating is that you need to keep educating yourself. You need to keep your brain stimulated. You need to keep learning. And for me, I just need to keep challenging myself. With school, I think that was a really effective environment when it came to getting different perspectives on certain things and we weren't always right in school you know I personally was not I got things wrong and I said opinions that were different and or I thought opinions that were different I don't know if I ever really spoke out well I did but I'm not gonna go into a story like right now about that but the point of it is that even when you're wrong in those environments you learn something you take away something different And I guess when it comes to talking about the world and what's going on, I could still mention about how that affects me, but I wanted to kind of analyze how these things are affecting other people, I guess, and our culture in general. And I've kind of gotten a little bit more interested in culture in general, just how the public thinks and Honestly, the world right now is in shambles. It's so disheartening to see and I really hate it. But there's a lot of good stuff that you can talk about. A lot of stuff that really gets the brain going, honestly. And that's what I want because a lot of the times I felt really fucking stupid. I felt like, to some extent, did I really deserve a degree? I feel like I did not do as much work as other people. So graduating in itself was really strange for me trying to like soak all of that in because all around me there's people congratulating me and saying it's your day it's your day congratulations so proud of you but I'm like I didn't really feel proud of myself going into the episode we're gonna talk about this little backstory just to give you some context I've been on TikTok a lot recently however I've been on it with this different kind of mindset I've been really interested in starting a new account on TikTok and posting consistently on it and this just came to me in like December I feel like and I I don't know I just I started thinking of ideas and I started like really honing in on it like I forgot to mention I bought a new light it's a light panel and let me tell you the process of buying this thing 
was so stressful but i will explain it a little bit further into the episode because it goes into what i'm saying but i was really investing in this like i was like legit i have ideas i'm gonna do it even if i'm just talking to my phone about nonsense i'm gonna post or try to post every single day like i was really in that so when i'm on tiktok now i'm not doing it mindlessly like I used to although there is some pretty mindless content out there I guess now I'm kind of looking at it in a more strategic sense of like why are certain videos more entertaining than others why do some videos do better what is grabbing me into this video especially if it's a person talking for a certain amount of time because for me personally I cannot watch really long videos anymore like my attention span is not there and that's something that i really want to fix but if a person is talking for minutes upon minutes how are they able to get me to stay on their video what are they doing that's so different from everybody else what are some ideas that i can incorporate into my own unique content so i've been thinking about it from a different mindset of like the intentionality behind all these videos At the same time, I'm consuming content that I also want to see and content that I'm looking up and TikTok essentially acts like a search engine now and they really be tracking your information, just saying. But me recently, with my New Year's resolutions, I also want to take care of myself this year. I want to start doing skincare is one of the big things. And so I obviously i searched like what's a good skincare routine what do i need what's a good product because of that i get videos on my for you page automatically about it and one day i was scrolling and i see this girl making this starter skincare video like she has all these products and she's like you don't need all these products these are just for an example and then she goes into the routine the steps I didn't watch the whole video because she took mad freaking long to go through every step because with every step she was like this is a product you could use or this one or this one or this one i'm just like it's overwhelming because it was just so many products at once i'm just like which one's best for me i don't know so then a few videos later i end up seeing this other girl talking about her things that she does to like kind of i guess transform herself from the past year what she's done and she said to use less skincare and she literally was just like three steps that's it i do a cleanser a toner and a moisturizer that's it so many people will tell you to do like 10 steps and it's like honestly it's not it does not necessary you don't need that so i had those two videos in mind and there's also this new trend that's going on in tiktok where people are starting to de-influence meaning that they want to show you that you don't need these certain products that are trending on tiktok everybody's talking about this new skincare or this new makeup product or this new gadget oh you need to have this you gotta have this if you're doing x y and z and that's just not the case for a lot of people and A lot of the times people will be talking about these brands, but they're being paid by these brands. So they're going to say like good things about it, but realistically, you don't need a lot of the stuff. And so the de-influencers are trying to help people save their money. And it's a little bit more authentic being like, look, like this one, this is like not working out for me, maybe to each their own. But with all of that in mind, it's starting to feel like this divide of what we've always been seeing of like influencers and the power that they have like they really do have a lot of power and that's why in a different episode i mentioned how much it's pissing me off that when people have this influence and they don't use it for actual causes it's like how dare you not speak up about the stuff that's going on right now but you only care about the money pretty much and i totally get it like the economy is so fucking shitty everybody does what they can for the big bucks but at the same time if that's at the cost of your morals and beliefs and honestly humanity in general then how do you sleep at night how do you feel like you can actually keep going on and keep doing what it is that you're doing like morally i can't do that stuff with de-influencing it shows out a lot of these stuff just aren't necessary and the lifestyle that people portray on the internet is not attainable it's just not it's not sustainable on top of that and there's this idea about maximalism even if nobody outright says it 
everybody just kind of flaunts all of these items and these new products that everybody wants and of course everybody's gonna want to have them they want to reach that level of I also want to be this unattainable person I want to fit in and it sounds so stupid it sounds like so cliche like that whole I want to fit into the crowd and yada yada I don't think a lot of people think that way anymore but it's still kind of how things work especially when there's a new product in town oh my gosh everybody's always talking about it and everyone's always like buying into it and it's so much easier now because we are all on like social media at least most of us and it really does not matter what type of social media you are I think I just whistled into the mic it doesn't matter what type of social media you are on you're most likely or not even most likely you're going to see ads and the app that you're on most likely has a shop I I think every single like main platform of social media has a shop on it I think I think threads is the only one that doesn't have one like threads who has fucking threads I honestly get notifications about oh you are missing new followers on threads and i'm like okay let me open the app once every blue moon and people are still creating accounts i'm like what how are you guys still doing it like why now why now but i digress the biggest thing is tiktok shop well the biggest thing actually was instagram when instagram came out with like shopping on their app everybody was pissed off because instagram was like the main social media app it was the one to like really emphasize social media where you could just post whatever you wanted and you could share it with your friends and likes and comments and all that stuff it was it really pioneered a lot of the apps and then to see it become what it became a tick uh, not tiktok a shop pretty much just its own little shop where all of these apps are essentially showing you what they really give a shit about which is your money and it's very sad it's very heartbreaking especially with someone that grew up with the social media and there's so many bad things that you can say about that i i know that there's a lot of stuff that i was exposed to on social media there's a lot of bad stuff that comes with it but at the end of the day like nothing will beat the early days of social media like that was just on another level of we will never be able to reach that again now it's so inauthentic and i could see why a lot of people don't like it especially instagram and That's also something that I could talk about. Wow, I'm just coming up with so many ideas about things that I can talk about in the future. But for me, I've learned how to use Instagram for myself, at least enough for me to feel comfortable posting on it, which I know a lot of people don't like doing. But anyways, with those shops and everything, you just see all these things being advertised constantly and it really popped off on tiktok and it was really crazy because it felt like every video you went on somebody was trying to sell you something and i i don't remember what i felt like i think i was just kind of weirded out by like everything was like an ad it was kind of annoying until there was one video where somebody was like why the fuck am is someone trying to sell me something every other video every video that i swipe on in tiktok is a fucking ad for tiktok shop and i personally i've never bought anything on tiktok shop can't really talk about it in that sense but it is really crazy because i will see an ad or at least somebody promoting something on tiktok shop and they have their own codes and everything so i'm sure they get commission off of it but people are so fucking influenced you go to the comments and people are automatically like i'm sold i'm buying it blah 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 but you don't really fucking need it (laughs) it's just a cool little gadget to have it's a cool everyday bag i'm like yeah i have a million everyday bags the other thing that's really concerning is a lot of this stuff is really really cheap money and that's like the main bargain deal that they're trying to put in your head of you can have this really good high quality item that everybody has you can be like the cool kid on the block and it's for dirt money bro like super cheap and it there's stuff like timu which has its own little uh little fan base a lot of people like timu um but timu's fucking concerning like does it not cross your mind that's they're selling you these like electronics and gadgets and all of this material for like 50 cents each or they're giving you a bunch of free items like 
that's just so sus to me that's so crazy that people actually do that on top of that it feels morally unjust like you know if if you've heard anything about like shein and all those like honestly it's any fast fashion consumerism stuff i'm sure i buy into it as well but when it comes to like really 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 cheap shit i'm like there's no way if there's not nothing in this world like that is free or like that inexpensive so at some cost it's really coming at the exploitation of a lot of people that you don't know about or exploitation of workers probably which is really dangerous in a world that is so obsessed with overconsumption and consumerism and maximalism it's like you want more and more and more for less and that's what a lot of these social media apps and all of these shops are trying to target for a lot of people is that you can have everything it just keeps emphasizing more and more and more and it's like at what point does it end and what was interesting is that i saw another tiktok and <laughs> let's i okay i know that my only research is literally on tiktok i'm not gonna fucking sit here and lie i've done this in so many videos where i'm like i reference tiktoks as my source of information which i realize probably isn't very reliable i think i do it because it's based on people's experiences so that's why i find it reliable i never do it as like a oh this is like a fact and blah blah, blah but it's just like a way for me to observe human behavior so that's what i'm going with but there was this tiktok of this woman and she said that she is going on a makeup ban like a makeup buying ban because she was like i have so much makeup and i keep buying makeup without having finished the product and a lot of the stuff i don't even end up using and it's just a waste of money so she went through like all her foundation all her palettes i think it was and uh, she just had so much stuff where she was like look i bought this i don't even use primer and i have three primers i don't know why i bought it tiktok it was trending on tiktok this was trending on tiktok this lip gloss this blush or whatever and she was just like i'm not gonna buy any more of this stuff like what's the point it really does beg the question of why did i buy this in the first place because it was trending because people told you to buy it and people underestimate the power of influencers and that's why it's so important for influencers to speak on a lot of the stuff that's really really important in times of crisis because you do have a lot of power especially if you think like what can i do and blah, 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 blah. like you it's literally in the fucking name influencer and of course i'm going to expect a fucking person with 500,000 followers to speak out i don't care if they're not a politician do you think the only fucking change that you can make in the world comes from politics and that's something i don't fucking like is this idea that well if you want to make such a change in the world why don't you run for politics why don't you do that because i don't fucking want to honestly for me when it comes to like these human rights stuff it shouldn't be politics so it really does <laughs> it really um irks me it, it like tickles a really bad part of my brain and i i get really heated about that kind of stuff what's important to note is that i am very cheap all right it's a realization that i've come to um because as i mentioned i've never bought anything on tiktok shop i've never bought anything from instagram i've bought things online i've bought things from like amazon and like uh yes style was something that i really enjoyed and i'm sure that's fast fashion cider i really enjoy that's probably fast fashion as well the thing with me is that it really takes a lot for me to spend my money in a leisurely way to an extent because when i go out <laughs> when i go out downtown or when i go out to eat I just kind of accept the fact that I'm going to spend my money. And it's a very sad realization when I'm like, okay, I've already spent 20 bucks on my meal and I want drinks or I want something else and we're going someplace else. Whatever. This is my treat myself night. It is what it is. But when I say I'm really cheap, I mean like it really comes down to like the stuff that I actually need for myself. I won't even buy it. Like that's how scared I am to spend my money. And that's how like... It, sometimes it just fills me with such a guilty feeling especially when i buy something that i don't need i'm just like why the fuck did i spend my money on this 
And me recently, I've been really overwhelmed with how much stuff I've accumulated in the past two and a half years. Because when I first moved, this room was so blank. It was so like empty. I only took like stuff that I felt were necessary for me to take from my old room. And that room in itself is full of so much shit as well. In the garage, in my mom's house, more of my stuff from my childhood that I've not opened in years, but stuff that I just could not get away from. I think for me, I was such a hoarder (laughs) and I probably still am. But now I'm like in this room, I've gotten so much shit accumulated throughout the years i'm like there's stuff that i know is in this room but i don't know where i put it i don't know where it is i don't know where it's hiding and that's so overwhelming and i'm i'm really getting like anxious because of so much shit that i have and i don't know what to get rid of i'm feeling that way with my clothes a lot i want to buy new clothes because i feel like i'm coming into like a different sense of style for myself and trying to find myself a little bit more but certain trends go away and there was like a point where I really liked colorful clothing patterns and stuff like that and I'm just like ooh, oh now I'm just like ooh, I don't think I want these anymore and they were like beloved tops beloved bottoms that I was just like I love this I'm gonna wear it for the rest of my life no no that's not the case and like I said a lot of these shops and a lot of these products they are going to target more and more and more to you like for example like i said i bought this light panel this is the first time i'm using it when i tell you it was really such a struggle because i couldn't find one that worked best for me a lot of people like a lot of the lighting that was available was lighting that came connected to a tripod which i already have a tripod i don't need another one so i wanted like a, an attachable lighting but the attachable lightings were like smaller versions that were usually attached to phones and people were like oh it works so much better it works great but the battery doesn't last for as long as i need it to like i'm talking to my camera for an hour so i need it to last me that long and i couldn't find one that would last that long and if i try to look up okay, so what do people use for YouTube lighting? And it was all this cinematic shit and a very expensive lighting that I literally didn't need. It was like, I understand the principles of lighting. I took cinematography. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know you have to have like certain points of lighting to make it look like really professional, whatever. Like, I don't fucking need that, honestly. Like, I'm not here to have a fucking cinematic professional setup. I just need one light facing me, I guess. And maybe it looks kind of ghetto i don't care like i would use my lamp for lighting and i was just like it's only lighting this side of my face i need something directly so that's literally i just i'm not asking for fucking much a small little clip on that lasts a long time hopefully it will and you won't believe how difficult it was to find something like that and the original lighting panel that i was looking at came with two lighting panels each on tripods i'm like what do i need this for (laughs) i like some people wanted it on different sides of the room but again i'm like it just overwhelmed me to think that i would have these really large contraptions in my room and i don't know what to do with them like i really felt like it was just not necessary for me to have a two-pack like why why can't why can't we just sit like i think that is such a fucking issue for me that i'm have really been pressed about for a while now is how complicated we as human beings have made things we complicated the shit or we overcomplicated the shit out of things in the span of our human civilization and i always think about that when i'm editing on like really complicated software and it's like oh this is supposed to make your video like so much more professional and better but you have to know the settings for this and then if that doesn't work then you actually have to do something in this setting and that setting and blah 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 blah. i'm like it takes so much longer for the video to render to load and it's always going to have some fucking issue with it like how is this better how is this better like i really like it pisses me off like i am i'm a garage band girly for life i'm movie girly that's all i fucking need because we really just overcomplicate everything on the topic of spending money there is this idea of how people spend their money and generally you will see at some point in your life people spending their money on certain things and people complaining about like why the fuck would you spend your money on that and people will always be like it's their money well how does it affect you like let them live their life which true i understand that i agree 
It still, however, irks me some of the things that people do spend their money on, and I'll tell you why. One of the biggest things that has always bothered me with how people spend their money is concerts. But, however, don't, 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 shut up. The thing with concerts is not that you're going to a concert. Like, I was a certified concert girly as well. Like, I loved going to concerts. I would go to a concert once every year. That was pre-COVID. Good times, though. When I say concerts, I mean the people that go to the same exact show from the same artist in like a billion different cities. That's the part that has always irked me. And maybe it is some sort of jealousy because I am not able to do that myself. And there was times where I had artists that I really, really love. Like I was such a fangirl and I really love them. And to see them even once was such a dream come true but there's some bitches that go out and see these concerts like every single night front row and i'm like how how and a lot of them will straight up be like they are in a lot of debt they're in a lot of debt they've paid that shit on their own and they stay with people in this the town they meet people and i get that it could be like a nice welcoming community you can meet a lot of friends and people have done that but to some extent i feel like it just goes to show how certain people have the privilege of doing things that other people can't i cannot just decide that i'm going to go to and go and follow an artist throughout their whole fucking tour like it just doesn't seem sensible to me and again i'm saying that as someone that used to be a huge fangirl and that's in the sense of like fan culture to each their own i think for me fan culture died in my eyes when i lost my virginity which i've never said that before but i'm sure you could get that i mean it's not like fucking a surprise but it's taboo and it seems such like a weird thing to talk about but for me i was genuinely obsessed with so many artists and so many people that had no idea who i was so the idea of seeing them in concert all the time of course i wanted that but when i lost my virginity it felt like my mindset shifted and i feel like this is something i could again go into in a different episode but it's something shifted in that where i was just more concerned with like my real life and i realized that like my fangirling stages that was not real because i was imagining a lot of shit that was never gonna happen like oh my god i'm gonna fall in love with my my favorite artist and we all know that i was thinking about harry styles but it's okay i mean i'm just one person so i'm sure there's a lot of other people that you know have lost their virginities and are still like seeing the same artist every night and camping out and everything but I don't know it's just it really irks me because it feels like you just there's just some sort of privilege there to be able to do that and I don't know if it's to say like immaturity but I kind of as I get older I understand that separation of me myself as a person and these people that don't know who i am but i can understand like loving them and admiring them and you know having them helped you in some way because i think a lot of the people that i admired growing up really did help me through a lot of shitty times in my life but at some point you have to separate yourself from that because you have to realize that these are people like real people they're not these gods or entities that you know supernatural and it's the same way how people tell you you cannot be in a relationship and put this person on like the highest fucking pedestal to some extent you have to have that worth for yourself and i get that it's an escape from reality and every now and then but it's like at at some point does it not get a little like tiresome and repetitive i mean I guess, I guess that's how groovies kind of, they, I mean, no, but they were kind of getting something out of it, but like, I guess when you interact with your artist, it kind of gives you a thrill, huh? I don't know, there's just always some part of it that was just kind of like irritating to me, and so when I mentioned like growing out of that, 
it just comes to you with a clear mind. And I think that also happens when you have certain money to spend and you're not in a position where you have to use that money for something else. The way your mindset alters when you have money is a very real thing because obviously it's easier to spend that money when you have it and it's easier to spend that money on a lot of like really crazy shit when you are surrounded by people that allow that to happen i'm pretty sure the people that are doing that stuff like going out all the time to these concerts and stuff they have parents that do not give a shit they're just like yeah do it they're supportive probably and everything my mother would have a heart attack if i just spent a year of my life following harry styles on tour like that's just not something that i could do with my job and the income that i have now it's so much easier to spend my money so i fucking get it but again i'm also very cheap so even buying like one ticket gives me anxiety because that shit takes a chunk out of my bank account but realistically i think i'm coming to this realization that i just cannot stand rich people I, or at least in real life when i come across like everyday people that are very obviously more fortunate than others and obviously they're going to take advantage of that but again it just pisses me off because especially when it's people that it's their parents money like for me my parents do provide a lot for me but i don't take advantage of that in the sense of like I feel so guilty ever asking them for money. Like I don't do that. When they see that they can help out some way, they do that, they provide for me. At the same time, that's like another whole complicated thing with my my family and my relationship with them. But it's like, if I knew that I didn't have a job when I didn't have one, do you think I was spending money on high-end makeup products and skincare products? No, I barely wanted to buy paper towels, <laughs> but I had to. And I really like that's when I tell you when I didn't have a job and I didn't have income and I was spending my money because I had to survive it was so draining on my mental state because I I felt like I can't do anything I can't be satisfied like I'm trying to save my money but at the same time is there a point in saving my money because I'm just going to end up spending all this anyways so I might as well just spend it doing things that I'm happy with rather than trying to save and being fruitful and then just not providing for myself and just again trying to survive rather than just living the way that I'm supposed to comfortably I just can't stand it like I feel like this conversation is making me sound like a big fucking snob but that's what you get when you try to start being more controversial another thing I wanted to hit about the spending money part or, or more about like getting money I've been around people that have a lot of money and i've been around a lot of people that followed them like little sheeps that told me to follow them like a little sheep because oh if you're lucky enough if you work hard enough you can be in their position and you can have hundreds and thousands of dollars you can be riding in a rolls royce or you can be having like another expensive car and all these expensive things and it was just so stupid because i did not give a shit first and foremost i don't care how much money you have you want me to fucking bow down on my knees for you like i'm not gonna fucking do that at the same time these people got that money because they sacrificed a lot of really important years in their life and they wanted me to do the same they wanted me to work myself to my fucking grave work tirelessly and i could not complain about it and if i did i was not a hard worker in their eyes even though i was being overworked for less than minimum wage and it's like you did not get to enjoy your younger years like what what is the point of hey work 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 until you're like a certain age where you don't have to work anymore but it's like but i missed out on all of these like important years with my friends with my youth what is the point and i think people really put too much of a high regard to people that have money like are you just friends with certain people because they have money because they will provide for you is that why you're friends with them like it, it just it i don't see any value in it it feels so superficial 
And of course, money and materialism gives you that privilege and that status, but at what cost? The cost of like your personality, the cost of you being even somewhat of an interesting person, the cost of your youth, the cost of your time. I just don't think that's sensible. And another thing I want to point out, just because I want to talk about her, my girl Foosley, she's a I was gonna say a twitch streamer she's a youtube streamer now i was just watching her before recording this episode but um recently she said something about how she would not want like a billion dollars because that is a lot of responsibility which i feel like a lot of content creators automatically have this idea in their head of i want to make a lot of money i want to be a millionaire i want to be a billionaire but a lot of people like you don't need a billion dollars bitch Like, I don't think you even need a million dollars. Like, that's insane. And obviously, I would love to have that money because living comfortably for the rest of my life, of course I want that. To not have to worry about finances, especially with the way the world is crumbling and how expensive everything is, of course I'd want that. But she had a fucking point. That is a huge responsibility to have. And I can't imagine the stress and the anxiety that I would have. Like, I'm just now explaining how much anxiety and how overwhelming it is to have all of these things in my room how much money i would have it would honestly stress me out so much i don't know i guess i i don't know i didn't realize i felt so strongly about this but i think i'm projecting my feelings about one person <laughs> that i know has money and i don't like them so that's why i'm a little bit like picking on that but take from it what you will I think what this whole conversation about overconsumption and materialism is teaching me and a lot of other people, if you are willing to pay attention, is to just think for yourself, especially when it comes to people influencing you a lot and wanting you to buy things because why do they want you to buy things from their links? It's because they can get a commission off of it. Consumerism is a brainwash, truly. Like, we already know this. is it consumerism yeah it's consumerism capitalism is a brainwash everything is an ad everything is trying to sell you something it's all very inauthentic and it's very scary and oh i forgot to watch this tiktok (laughs) i have quoted like four five fucking tiktoks in this whole fucking podcast and not this episode but like i said i like to speak on how people behave and tiktok is like a fucking zoo of people so there was a tiktok that went viral about this girl that was like how does math work and apparently people were like you're so fucking dumb what do you mean how does math work and and then somebody else said that there was a lot of uh mathematicians or a lot of like really smart people like professors and shit like that they were saying like actually this is a really valid question and a lot of them were saying that the way they measure people's intelligence or how they can recognize an intelligent person is if they ask a lot of questions and i really love that video maybe i'll find it again because i'm pretty sure i reposted it and i'll post it on the instagram so go follow at sweetapod but anyways that idea of questioning everything i think it is just so important because i think i've been in that state of mind where the world as i know it is deteriorating in front of me and i can see a lot of people still buying into a lot of the shit that they're being sold on a day-to-day basis from really biased places and it's like a pick and choose a lot of the times and i've fallen into these traps where i'm also easily influenced like somebody will say something and i'll believe it until like somebody else says another thing and i'm like oh shit like you're right. Like I, I totally fell for whatever it is that I just read or watched or listened to. It's so easy to fall into those things and people think that it's not, but the world is very manipulative and you know, the way that systems work, why wouldn't you question things, especially our government? And I'm starting to sound like such a conspiracy theorist, but like, I think that's one of the hardest things is like trying to like express my thoughts recently and trying to convince people that like listen think for yourself like you got to stop with the whole like propaganda shit but then it just makes you sound kind of crazy because 
people are only used to like one thing in their life of what they've always been told and taught and shown and if you break away from that you're a fucking weirdo so i'm in my uh stephen hyde era which i didn't want to mention because we all know that the actor for stephen hyde is not a good person but stephen hyde in general the character we love him anywho i'm in a place right now where i want to consume knowledge not like knowledge of what you might think of knowledge like if you put like a history book in front of me i'm not gonna fucking read that shit like there's a lot of knowledge that i don't care to know but when i say knowledge i mean thought-provoking content things that offer different outside perspectives and that's different from listening and consuming content that speaks on different beliefs that i have and i say that really loosely different morals that i have because i'm very firm in those beliefs and morals and by beliefs and morals i mean humanity human rights if somebody is trying to spiel some misogynistic homophobic transphobic zionist shit to my fucking eardrums obviously i'm not gonna fucking listen i'm not even going to fucking listen to your side because that's it's just there's some things i'm just like how in the world could i ever agree with this stuff i don't care what the technicalities are to me human rights just make the most common sense but as i've mentioned many times before common sense is not common sensing to a lot of people but i've been trying to open myself up to different perspectives that people have especially with me right now i'm very stubborn i'm very in my opinions and my my thoughts and like i said i don't want to be wrong and to change your opinion on things is it like takes a dig on your ego i feel like but i feel like my ego is not even big at this point in time or has ever been big and i've definitely changed my mind on a lot of stuff but it's just been something that i've done on my own and not in like a single conversation but i think we have to be open to that we have to be open to debates and confrontation and conversation which they are very uncomfortable but what a lot of people have been saying is that yeah you have to start having those uncomfortable conversations why are they uncomfortable maybe because the people that you're talking about are going through those things and that's uncomfortable for them so we have to speak out about it a lot of stuff is just very divided right now and it i think it will always in some sense be divided i don't know it's just yeah i don't want to listen to racist <laughs> or like stupid people but i'm a little bit more open to just different perspectives on how people view things and also to just to not accept things for what they are you know going back to that idea of questioning everything and the biggest emphasis is just thinking for yourself which is a little hard nowadays because there's so much influence and there's so many factors that influence how people think especially if you think that you're not influenced by stuff you're definitely influenced by your environment and the people you hang out around and an example i wanted to uh, address was bad reviews which is interesting because i think people are very stingy with their reviews nowadays i think you just put five stars in front of people and tell them to fill it out they'll just be really picky about very stupid things um which i felt with book books that i've wanted to read or like i'm trying to get back into reading i've been trying to get back into reading for a while but when i go on book reads it's so hard to find a book that i genuinely will find interesting because there will be some books that have like really shitty ratings it's like so sporadic it's like a book will have a one star review and then the next review is five stars and i'm just like oh my god like I'm trying to get help from other people, but everybody has different opinions and different beliefs and different thoughts and different interests. So in that sense, you kind of just have to think about things for yourself. You you have to take a risk on a lot of things. And something else I wanted to mention uh, was that when I was 
trying to find a new podcast to listen to a while ago. A lot of people were talking about Red Scare and a lot of people were saying don't fucking listen to it. I think the girls were a little problematic. I'm not sure. I don't remember what the exact reason was, but everyone was saying don't listen to it. The reviews were not the best. There were some good ones and there were some bad ones. But a couple of days ago, I decided to just listen to it because I want to consume like different content. I want to consume controversial stuff, like different opinions, because maybe controversial stuff just means that you're just not thinking about things in uh, a more general way, the way the public generally views them. But doesn't mean that it's a shitty take. Um, and I was excited for it. I was like, I was I felt like I could have listened to it, but once they said they were Zionists in one of the episodes, both of them, I was like, all right, yeah, we're not, mm, I just feel like it's so fucking dense and stupid. Like, how do you outwardly say that you're a Zionist and then like think that you are in a, the right position? I just don't, I don't. And I don't agree with any of these Zionists that have ever come up to me and not come up to me, but just say all this stupid shit on the internet and i have had a zionist dm me and that was ridiculous on its own so those are the firm beliefs that i will just never back down on and there's just some things where i'm like all right because you think that way i just can't take anything you say seriously and maybe somebody can say that about me someone that's more far right and doesn't believe the things that i believe in and that's fair whatever but at the same time i don't want you to listen to me (laughs) i don't give a shit if you're here or not and a lot of people think really highly of their opinions for some reason so just take it with a grain of salt really all in all a lot of content is very inauthentic people trying to paint this picture of lifestyles that are just not attainable that are are not necessary it's very dangerous and i there's so many people that just fall right into that trap and i'm not immune to it i know that but i think i'm starting to see the patterns a little bit and hopefully i can stay that way because i would hate for me to be in this position where i'm very financially stable and very financially wealthy i guess because that's the goal right you want to be comfortable financially and i kind of want to be more than comfortably financially just (laughs) because just because i think in this day and age it's very scary a lot of the opportunities that you have that could be giving you a lot of money just could suddenly disappear so it would be nice to have something like as a backup plan like okay even if this thing that i'm working on does disappear or like my position disappears or whatever i was still making more than the necessary amount of money so that i have enough to live comfortably before i find something else because the job market kind of does suck right but i I'm seeing how, you know, having money, it's so much easier to spend that money when you have it and to have different mindsets of like what is attainable and what isn't. And I'm sure me growing up the way that I did was very different from how other people grew up. So I was a little bit more privileged with finances because of how my parents and how my mom managed money compared to what other people had that i went to school with and everything so that's different on its own at the same time i'm not like high fucking class like expensive bougie ass products all up the wazoo but i think right now i'm in this place where things are just a little different i i really want to find the right designated content for me and i want to keep challenging myself i want to keep being a little bit more outspoken even if it's something that makes me seem kind of dumb or makes me seem kind of snobby which i feel like maybe parts of this episode made me seem like but at the same time i'm at this level where i just don't care and i want to find authentic content um that reflects that and so far i've seen some instances of like not soft girls the opposite of soft girls which i wrote a whole article about i really like that because i feel like that's the kind of mold that i fit into or not even mold but just this little pool that i could take a dive in like i'm not a high maintenance 
clean girl aesthetic kind of girl like no I'm messy and I'm kind of low maintenance sometimes and I don't know it's just like a different vibe that I have and I I like my own little vibe that I'm coming into I'm kind of finding myself a little bit more but if there isn't any content that I'm able to find that relates to me that's where I can come in and say well I'm going to make it myself and hopefully it will influence other people to make it themselves as well which I feel like a lot of the YouTubers and TikTokers and whatever that I've been seeing recently that kind of go about life the way that I do have influenced me to have created my podcast and to have shifted my style and to hopefully make a TikTok where I can start posting things for myself and just live life the way that I want to live it and not have to force myself to be this version of myself that never existed and that is not really me is not authentic to what I enjoy and what I'm capable of and what makes me comfortable all in all so yeah I'm gonna leave you with that I honestly this was an interesting episode I've been wanting to kind of have episodes that have like different topics in each episode but I was like "Mm, I don't know about that but I feel like we really went through a lot of topics we went through a lot of conversations while still kind of focusing on the main topic that I I kind of planned out for myself so it it will definitely be interesting to listen back to this and see if anyone even want to fucking even wants to sorry I cuss too much if anyone even wants to listen to it or if I'm just talking out of my ass but anyways thanks for listening This is a little different and we're going to see if it works. If it doesn't, mind your business. But yeah, I liked it. It's okay. If you like the podcast, be sure to follow. Leave a little bit of review, a rating. I really appreciate it. Please be nice. Please. I know I said a lot of weird things in this episode, but please. I'm still very sensitive and soft hearted. Thank you. If you want to follow the Instagram, it is at SolitaPod, or you can reach out to me on my personal Instagram, which is at underscore Katie Torres, and everything is going to be linked in the show notes. All right. Love you. Goodbye.